When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning and welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Everything. It's all of the things that are in your head. <laughs> Right now. Maybe all the things that are in your head right oh, now. Oh, Donna. Oh. She's giving me the business, gang. It's all in good fun. Send us an email. Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. <laughs> I came across this funny video this morning. Um, You know, Karen is having a year, right? It's a bad year for Karen. It's She's ready for year. 21. Poor Karen. But I thought it was really funny. It's... It's called America's Next Top Karen. And there's these kooky Karens who compete to be the best in America. So it stars one, two, three, I think three different women. You want to hear it? Yes. Okay, here it comes. Excuse me. Can I speak to your manager? America's Next Top Karen is back. Can we be seated already? We've been waiting for five minutes. Watch as these kooky Karens compete to be the best in America. You guys can't be selling lemonade here. This is a residential neighborhood. I need to take my boys to soccer practice. You cannot force me to wear a mask. I will call the cops. I will call the cops. Well, how much longer is it going to be? <laughs> what? These Karens are large and in charge. <laughs> I ordered the white romaine hearts in this wedge salad. These leaves are green. Oh. Hi, 911. Hi, There's a bunch of gangsters selling lemonade outside my house. There's a lady here who's trying to make me wear a mask. I'm afraid for my life. I'm afraid for my life. This Sunday on Bravo. <laughs> all Karens, all the time. I'm calling the police. Oh my god. Oh my god. You guys, the most recent one was um that I saw was a woman called the cops on her neighbors for having a rowdy pool party. Oh no. And then the police show up and it's two moms sitting in lawn chairs no. with a baby pool <laughs> and they're two toddlers. <laughs> and they were like dying. They're like, our neighbor is just looking to cause just a stir, you oh know, and gosh. they weren't even doing anything. They uh, literally took the camera and showed us the rowdy pool party, <laughs> and they were laughing. It's like, calm down. Oh, jeez. I just do feel bad for Karen. It's yeah. Anyway, I'll it'll go away. You it know. will. It'll it be will replaced. By what Chad. other name though in history besides probably Osama has gone through such a sudden downfall? Right. You know. Hmm. Bruce, Jeffrey, Bruce did that happen after Jeffrey something. Dahmer? What? No. 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 Ted? After Ted Kaczynski? No. 
So to be clear, they killed people not as bad as Karen. Right. Annoying people. Right. Oh, man. Anyway, unique thing for her. that's what I brought today. Also, Disney is being sued. Did you hear this story? No. Why are they being sued? What's the deal? Well, who would dare? Right? Who would? Why? I'm a mouse. Um, this K&K Promotions is suing Disney and Pixar for damages, saying they ripped off Evil Knievel's image huh? without permission. They made money not only off the movie, but... Uh, um, Duke Kaboom toys. Right. His Duke own stunt Kaboom. cycle, like the classic Evil Knievel toy from the 70s that every kid really wanted. Yeah. And, it, you know, I guess it didn't always work, but apparently they're getting sued for using his image. Wait, did when did they use his image? Like well, you see, it's just basically his toy likeness story four. in Toy Story 4. It's basically Evil Knievel's likeness. And but they um, renamed they just renamed him Duke, Duke Kaboom, Kaboom. Right. Um, and the family's like we have oh. toys that are licensed for our family right. that we make money on. It's basically the same toy, just Duke Kaboom. I think they have a case here, but how do you go up against Disney lawyers? Like, Good how are question. you going to win? They have endless amounts of money to just keep fighting it. You're right. Right. You're right. So I don't know. <laughs> Duke Kaboom is <laughs> voiced by uh, Keanu Reeves. Yep. Yep. He's meant to be a toy version of the greatest Canadian stuntman. Evil Knievel. I wonder how we came up with evil. Yeah. It, I don't know. It sounds like a wrestler's name. And it's not that. spelled evil. It's E-V-E-L. Oh, it's Evil. Evil Knievel. Evil Knievel. <laughs> Kenny uh, from, you know, Traffic Kitty Kenny loves Evil Knievel. He has the toy. Oh, really? He has memorabilia. Yeah, he was really into... Evil Knievel as a kid because he's been riding motorcycles. I guess he didn't even he know three. he had the toy. He found it one day in his beard while showering. <laughs> Son of a gun! Oh my god! This is Evil Knievel. Oh god! This is great. Oh. Do you guys are you old enough to remember Evil Knievel? I am. Do you remember? Was like really little, watching stunts on TV. Yeah, I remember oh. he was like jumping over the Grand Canyon yes. or something. It yes. was like what? And he wore a cape. Yeah. And some stars. Who was Super Dave? Oh, we love Super Dave too. What he did he do? He was also on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, very funny. Um, he passed away recently. Um, Super Dave. He was like a stunt guy Super too. Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. Huh. Wasn't was there a documentary a about him? Or yeah, I think there was. There's a stunt man who lives in Bloomington, and I can't remember his name, but apparently he's famous, and everybody knows who he is. Um, except for us right now. Yep, yeah. I'll 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 get it. I'll get it. I know. I pass his house a lot. Bob oh, Einstein. Rocket Man. His name is um. He's the Rocket Man. Oh, Rocket Man. Bless you. Bob Einstein played uh, Super Dave, and yeah, died January second, twenty nineteen. That's sad. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we know about Tom Cruise and his space movie? Speaking oh. of stunt guys. Yeah. My gosh, he just. I think he has an. Uh, insatiable need to just do more and more cool stunts and right. so now he's going to space no this is a go there really is going to be a movie it's untitled at this time but he's working with spacex and elon musk to make oh, it happen no. what a um director doug lindman uh they're going to be filming this next year dave uh, not dave not super dave but doug lindman 
worked with him in the Mission Impossible movie, so he has uh, complete confidence that Tom Cruise can pull this off. Going into space, he'll also... uh, Tom Cruise convinced Universal Pictures to get on board with the project. Uh, Obviously, they're going to be like, yeah, because everyone wants to see him go to space, right? So he's going to be actually um, even on the space, the International Space Station. Wow. Um, That's unbelievable. It is. So I don't know what the script is like, but everybody's going to just be on board with seeing it anyway because you have confidence it's going to be really cool. And just knowing that he's really in space doing stuff. How exciting is that? That is is pretty exciting. Lance Bass is so jealous. He can't stand it right now. So true. You know, I tried to watch the Challenger on Netflix yesterday. I heard it was good. That's what I heard Jason saying. And I just, I don't know if I wasn't in the mood. I just couldn't get past that. The first half hour. Okay. It was just a lot of old footage. And I'm like, oh, come on. Give me more than this. Huh? Because you could get that anywhere. Sure. Like, okay. I want to. I want to meet the families. I, I want to meet the kids. Do, I think you do that. Get into that because they don't really have the accident until the third episode. And he he was saying, Jason was saying that you get to know them really well, and so you're really by the time you get to that part where the accident happened, you, that really you feel, feel it. something. Got it. So maybe you just need to give it a little... Now, listen right. to me. I haven't watched it. I'm just recounting what Jason I think said. I was just a little antsy. And I was uh, like, okay. I'm, I'm that way. You know, like it's... No attention span anymore. I'm yeah. telling you. Because we're I'm watching too much way. TV, we know. Hey. <laughs> Let's do, let, me, let me prove otherwise. We're going to get nerdy after All this, right. Okay? There's an interesting list of uh, things that we overthink. Boy, Have you ever felt anxious in your life about something that's pretty small? You're not alone. There's a bunch of trivial little things uh, that we overthink every day. We'll run through the list and see what hits home for all of us. Okay. Before we do that, you best not forget, we're giving out all sorts of great stuff this month in our MyTalk 1071 Listener Rewards. You can get lit. Got a $1,500 Lighting RX makeover from Southern Lights. We're also giving away a $200 Staples gift card, a $100 uh, gift card to Dick's Sporting Goods, and gift cards to Starbucks and Chipotle as well. You can see more prizes and listener rewards on our app or at MyTalk1071.com. We get nerdy together when we return. It's Donna and Steve on MyTalk. Donna and Steve here on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, producer Don McLean, are at your service. Studies have shown that med- studies have shown that the microbial Several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Oh man. I got you said my name. <laughs> that guy. That guy. Are you an overthinker? Are you yes. a psychoanalyzer? I don't think so. No? I think you are. I don't. No. Oh. No. Yeah. Know, I don't think so. Really? Yeah. You don't think so? <laughs> are we, you sure? we we think so. We think so of you. <laughs> uh-huh. oh, I am, Donna. admittedly. Yeah, me too. There's some some days I'm good at like coaching myself through and being like, nope, nonsense, keep yeah. on moving. And other times I can find myself stuck in a, uh, like a washing machine of the same thought. I wonder, I mean, for me, I, f- I feel like it's maybe situational. Well, I've got some situations that I can run by you. I reached out to some friends who are researchers at Cambridge. Oh, no and I way. asked them a couple of years back if they could do a study 
with a good sample size of just what it is that people overthink from day to day. Yeah. Months later, they got back to me and had some good results. I wanted to share them with you this morning, if it's okay. Sure. Okay. Seven out of ten people, by the way, say they waste too much time dwelling on things or considering their options. Here are the ten things that we overthink the most on any given day. The best way to back out of plans that you made. Do you do that? Mm, not really. That's Ooh. not really it for me. Oh, Ooh, yeah, sometimes. But I usually follow through with them because I feel too guilty. Uh, okay. I mean, now, here's this hasn't something. happened since March. but Maybe I do agree with you, Donna. Maybe you don't overthink things. Certainly not number two on the list. What to wear? Rude. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, that is true. I'm like, nobody's at work. I'm not on camera. These sweats will do. It's not that bad. It hasn't gotten that bad yet. But Speaking of nobody being at work, were you supposed to put something on my desk yesterday? I'm thinking of this just now. Oh. Yeah, I was, but instead I left it on my desk. Okay. You know what, Steve? You what? come and get it. If you would be so kind as to check in my mailbox for oh, your sure. special gifts. Oh, is it cash? There's two <laughs> special gifts. Please be cash. One of them's got to be the uh, our shirt. Uncle that is Tannen. correct. It's been All clogging right. up my inbox. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of mail coming in. <laughs> yes, I do. Here's another thing people overthink from day to day. Am I making the right decisions with my money? Money, oh, money, okay. money, money. Yeah. Yes. I, that's definitely on my list. But it doesn't, it's like a fun thing because I, I get excited about saving money. Mm. How dorky. No, that's No, I do straight. too. I'm like, ooh, I can cut that. I can if I pay yeah. this in advance and then I can put away six thousand dollars for a Roth IRA next year. Right. It feels like you're cheating the system when you do it, right? Yeah. You feel like you're really winning. And uh-huh. then when you have it, you don't want to part with it. Because yeah. I saved the a bunch of money and now I had a tree fall in my yard at the And you're cabin. like, I don't want to spend it on that. I've got a roof that needs replacing. I've got a deck that needs staining, and I'm like uh, dude, I, I just can't part with the the money for one of them. I'm like, no, I have to. I need time to raise more money. Mm. So yeah, I guess that is overthinking. Yeah, a bit. raise more money. Donna does GoFundMe's. This tree <laughs> came down. It had long stood in my yard. I mean, it's sixteen hundred dollars. Oh. Like I could buy a nice couch. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. For some art. Here's something people overthink from day to day. How to ask someone for money they owe you. Ooh. Yeah, that's hard. That's awkward. Yeah. Hey, Bill, everything seems to be, <clears throat> you seem to be doing good right now, right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. You're good. Everything's good, right? Yeah. You owe me $250. Yeah. How about the exact wording of a text message? Oh, who cares? Yeah, you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Don't. I know I- you don't. You are ruthless. You are the emotionless cyborg that I text with. You know, the best thing that you learned recently, which has helped me emotionally deal with you yeah what's that is the <laughs> thumbs up button because now if i send you something you'll just hit thumbs up or a heart 
And it's so much better because your typed alternative and what you consider to be a typed synonym to those two options <laughs> is the letters OK, no punctuation. No, like, exclamation point. If anything, you'll throw a period on it just to really stick it to me. I, I don't understand all that stuff. <laughs> I know. I just saw a study on studies have shown. on texting, how you have to, like, write yes with, like, five S's to oh. convey, you know, your mood. Like, I'm in a good mood. Like, why why do I have to, why do I have to deal with your... Insecurity. Thank you. Ooh, very, very harsh. Donna Donna is more like, she's typing out war telegrams from back in the day. <laughs> you know, yes, there stop. aren't emojis. Yes, stop. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, I mean, thing. and I always have errors because it always autocorrects to the wrong word. Yeah. And... I mean, the autocorrect is so stupid. That's the dumbest piece of technology that they've created because what they replace it to is more often than not, totally off, totally unrelated. And you if I it. mistype something two times in a row, that means I'm meaning to type it that right. way. Stop correcting me. Yeah, like I want to use nicknames or abbreviations. Like every time I type out Vikes, because, you know, I'm your athletic supporter, mm-hmm. it comes up bikes. And then I'll I'll hit send because I, I type fast. I'll hit send and I'll be like, no, not Bikes, bikes. You watching the bikes today? <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah, boring lady. I'm watching the bikes game. It's like, what bikes game? Yeah, that was a great study, Steve. Thank you for bringing it. Yeah, thanks to my friends at Cambridge. Yeah, they, they're real cool. Um, are they Rhodes the... Scholars, by the way? How dare you? I'm sorry. Of course they are. All right. Let's get into the Facebook question when we come back. What's I... something you love to eat but hate to cook? I love it. You love it? I love it. I love it. I love it. We'll do it next on my talk. Steve here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment we have a Facebook question for today it's yeah. fun how to do Steve are you all right Steve sounds yeah no I just seem to go in the toilet oh really Don yeah wow what's it like looking at her she points the finger Donna <laughs> oh, sorry I didn't mean any of that no, I'm about to get to it now. We will see if it's been well responded to or not. This is a Donna submitted question, which means she's going to get all the praise or all of the blame. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I get to it now. And it says, what is something that you love to eat but hate to cook? Donna, I am happy to say we got 71 comments. <laughs> and I'm going to start with what D. Nice has to say. Denise says... Swedish meatballs. Oh, those are fun. Just a pain making all the meatballs. I used to fry them and it took forever, but now I just bake them. But still, not fun. Martha Sounds says... Sounds like Denise has an attitude problem. Martha says... Marth. Marth. <laughs> Good old Marth. It's Marth. Uh, says food. <laughs> <laughs> funny. Uh, Amy said bread. Oh. Oh, well, sure. Ain't nobody want to, you know, there's a lot of people making sourdough right now. I Elizabeth know. Reese does that because she goes through life and she says, is there a way that something efficient could be done more difficult? I'd like to try that. And so she makes a lot, like she doesn't even, I buy croutons, she makes croutons. Right. Just I have a friend like that too. I make, oh, is it me? Because I make croutons in the air fryer. Oh. Oh, they're so I like that you good. added air fryer into this. Oh, I want oh. an air fryer. You want me to bring you some croutons, Donna? Yes, Or is it please. too many carbs? You can just mm. have one a day. I'll have one. Oh, Steve, you want some? Yes. Okay. 
What flavor are we doing? Whatever are you, you want. Them? Oh, Murger. Did you say Reese's or M&M's? No. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about, you psycho? I'm sorry. Well, I this... thought you said Reese's flavored croutons. Mm-mm. 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 Okay. Mm-mm. I'm sorry. Anuli says most Nigerian foods. I oh. wonder. Oh. I've never had Nigerian food. I don't either, so I can't have a, a jumping off point there. I'm going to have to look into that. Michelle says. Wow. Controversially. Lasagna. It takes a long time to prepare, which I don't mind, but for some reason, by the time it's cooked, I'm grossed out, and I don't feel like eating it. Oh. I don't have that problem, though, if I'm eating it by someone else or if it's prepared at a restaurant. Mm. You know, um, Pam. Pam. Is it two A's? Pam. Or are you, Pam? Is it P-A-A-M? Pam. Pam. Thank Pam you for Pam. I'm with her on this. She says Thanksgiving dinner. It just feels very stressful trying to time everything perfectly and then talk to your mm. guests and just be like, get out of the kitchen. Ah. Oh, man. Maria says scallops. I can never get <gasps> them with that cooked, tasty layer outside and tender inside. Sweet mother mm. of pearl. It's, they're I so love easy scallops. to word. <sighs> yes, he did. Mm. But they're, they're actually very easy to make. Wait, what did I say? The T word. Did you say tender? Tender. Tender. Horrible. Tender. Tender vittles. Don't say tender. (laughs) I want a tender scallop. I want a scallop in my mouth. I love scallops. I've made them twice, and I was pleasantly pleased. They're so easy. So easy. Just put them in the pan. Put them in a pan with a little butter or oil. Mm. I'll flip this on the flippy flop. I'm going to make that tonight. I like to make ribs but don't really enjoy eating them. Oh. Like after two ribs in, I'm like, I'm good, but I really enjoy making them. Really? Uh, steak, says Mary. Mary? Clarence? <laughs> I can't oh. ever get the taste right, and it's either overdone or underdone. You gotta do the reverse sear, Mary. Don't be an idiot. Bacon, that's a good one, because everything starts to smell and smoke, and yeah, mm. I don't like that. Oh. Everything feels We greasy. do it in the oven. Oh, that sounds like a good plan. Mm-hmm. You put it on a, a baking sheet with some foil, and then it really gets it a great texture because although it just cooks in its juices. No, no, no. You said juices. juices. I'm so proud of good you. Good job, Don. Don. No, you said it and it felt oil okay. is what I meant. It cooks in its juices. Drizzle the olive oil on top for a tender outer crust. Every morsel crust. melting in your mouth upon contact with the tongue. <laughs> I'm getting embarrassed. My face is red. Um, This is, Christy says, maybe it's pronounced Christy. It's French onion soup. All Mm. of those onions cooking down makes everything smell like onions for weeks. I don't know why, but I always remember my father saying, if you're at a job interview or eating lunch with like coworkers, don't get French onion soup. Because oh. it's very stringy. Oh. You're doing tongue Olympics at that yeah, point. Yeah, that's not, no not one a good wants first to see date. Yeah. That. <laughs> um, <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo. Why do you not make Why do you make a fettuccine? You know, he likes a white sauce. Did, did anyone say it's lobster? Because no one yes. wants to kill no. a lobster. It's my yes, somebody said thing. lobster. Or crab legs. Yeah, and the person who said lobster, Diane, said the thought of putting a whole living thing into a pot of boiling water, I just could not do that. It just feels so... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is that from again? Oh, yeah. That's Donahue. 
crushing Bob Ross's spirit on live television. Bob! Just admit nothing you've ever done will hang in a museum. Bob! And then poor Bob is like, well, I, I try to teach a, uh, a form of art that everyone yeah, can uh, do. Just basic mm, expression. Yeah. Okay, stop it. Stop it, Donna. Could you please not be so guttural when you do that? I mean, for the love... You sound like DMX when you do that. <laughs> you know, one time I had to stick my pinky in my dog's butt. Okay. We mentioned that earlier this why, week. Why, why is this Hang a transition? On. It's connected. Because ah. I had to do it. Because... <laughs> I got, I got the <laughs> clip. You want to hear Donahue do it? Sure. That's just real quick. We got to hear this. Say out loud, your work will never hang in a museum. No. Bob. <laughs> Bob Ross is wild doing this, by the way. He's, he's painting, painting on a canvas. He is. He has an easel. He brought, and then he brought his bully, own easel. Bully walks over to him. Like I mean, you can just see Donahue crap. in the corner. People holding him back. His suit looks tousled like he's the last guy to get on a connecting flight. Let me at him. Let me at him. Just let me say it one time. And then, boom, he finally breaks loose and then just drills Bob Ross. <laughs> just admit. Yeah, he's you know like, what, Say your art will it. never hang in a gallery, Bob. And then he I know you've brought him... millions happiness, but say it. And then he starts giving him noogies. <laughs> yeah. Say it. After the break, Bob Ross gets a swirly from me, Phil Donahue. <laughs> Who was that? Oh, Chris Matthews was the guy that um, uh, uh, Daryl Hammond used to imitate on Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. A- and that was great because Chris Matthews, remember when he walked off his show yeah. earlier this year? Yeah. Oh, that was crazy. So crazy. He would also yell at guests. Heather says bacon. She can't stand the way it makes her house smell. Well, Heather... Good riddance. It does stay around for a very long it's time. Like, you go out, you come back in, and you go, oh, bacon. It's like when you go to one of those, uh, like, mm. Ichiban, one of those Japanese steakhouses. Mongolian barbecue. Yes, and you you got to leave your coat in the car. I don't care what time of year it is, because <laughs> guess what? That coat is going to be stanky. I think it's Ichiban, not Ichiban. It's Ichiban. <laughs> it. Ichiban. Is that, you don't scratch it? Ichiban. Itch. Ichiban. 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 All right. All right. Michelle, by the way, says, and I think, okay, Michelle, enough with your hoity-toity trying to make us sound like idiots Uh-oh. here. She just wants us to pronounce this. Beef bogung. But she spelled it B-O-E-U-F. B-O-U-R-G-O-G-N-E. What is that? Both. Bogung. <laughs> It's so good, but putsy as heck. And then she tries to make herself sound more relatable by saying putsy. Now I don't know what to think of this lady. It's pronounced Ichiban. Ichiban. Itchy you guys bon. want to go to Ichibuns. Ichiban. Ichiban. Hold on. Ichiban. Ichiban. Oh, Ichiban. Ichiban. Oh, no. is the chi the emphasis? I think so. Ichiban. Okay. okay. Really? Yes. Here we go. Look it up, Steve. Hang on one second. The B O E. U F, boof, like Shia oh, LaBeouf. Okay, so you would go to a restaurant and you would order boof. It's buffet, isn't it? <laughs> Phoebe, buffet. we're gonna go to the buffet. Boof, <laughs> and then Bourgogne is Burgundy. That's that's Burgundy in France. Huh. I think. Yeah, vin de Bourgogne. I just have a. Uh, 
What's the what's the very difficult wine to say? Uh, Sauvignon Blanc. So, <laughs> Garçon, if I may, please, place of my old day. I just bought some Sauvignon Blanc. I just don't like how people sound when they say the word Sauvignon. I want to flick their forehead. How would you like it, them to say it? I don't like the word. Because you have to get nasally. Sauvignon So you don't want to learn French anytime soon. Sauvignon Blanc. Now that sounded pretty approachable, actually. Bob! <laughs> Ichiban. Thank you, everyone. Ichiban. Taking part. Beef Wellington, Christopher said, final word, with Yorkshire pudding. Oh, I mean, who's really listening? Difficult. The Royals? I know what you mean by that. It's, Yorkshire pudding is difficult to make. What is it? What it's is kind that? of like a like figgy pudding. No, it's it's. Don't think pudding, pudding at all because pudding means dessert oh. to British oh. people. Yorkshire, it's like a it's like a um, puff pastry thing that uh, is almost like a pot pie, but it's open. P Diddy. That sounds delicious. You know the D word. Yeah, don't delicious. do it. Okay. Moist, decadent. <sighs> Drizzled. No. I don't mind drizzled. You don't? No. <laughs> you do? Yes. <laughs> do you even read menus? No, but my friends love to leave voicemails <laughs> while they read menus. Oh, really? Yeah, they read dessert menus. That's <laughs> awesome. Los Angeles Magazine put together a list of the 10 most annoying words and phrases on menus. That's a whole oh, thing. That's that you can... neat. Oh, yeah. Are you going to share? Ah, it's not as good as you want it to be. It's not. No. I shouldn't have brought it up. It's okay. Already did. How do we get out of it? You Go to commercial it. break. No, yeah. read a couple. Ah, uh, wait. He closed uh, it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need you. Um, Less breathing. Um, hang on. Okay. All right. Lauren Elena's chihuahua's getting turned on right now. You got to stop. God. <laughs> Your Honor, insane. that was never my intent. Guys. When what? we come back, there is a list, speaking of lists, of the most yeah. ridiculous things in all 50 states. I've never heard of ours. The one that they have down for our state, the great state of Minnesota. Nobody know. Toothsome. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is when we come right back, okay? Okay, bye. <laughs> of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. If you're in your car, honk. Oh, oh yeah, we hear you. So cool. Lino legs. Thank you. Wasika. Get out of that left lane. Put your blinker on. Right. Turn your blinker off. Right. I drive with my blinker on sometimes. It happens. Okay. I'm not afraid to throw my hazard lights on if there are snowy roads. I'm just like, listen, that way all you pickup trucks out there, you can just do your thing, get around me, don't come close to me first. Right, right. All right, here's what I have for you before we go. Um, first of all, I came across a list of the most ridiculous thing in all 50 states. Like Texas has the world's largest diaper cake. You know, when you make a diaper cake for baby showers? <laughs> no. Yeah. You don't? No. You make a so you those two words should never go together. Diaper no, it's really and cake. cute actually because oh, okay. yeah. they're tiered, but it's just you're giving the gift of diapers, but you 
Oh, make it in the shape of like a wedding cake. I see. Super cute. <laughs> um, Colorado has the gathering, uh, the largest gathering of people wearing fake mustaches. Oh, I like that. Georgia has the largest whoopee cushion. Whoopee. I love a whoopee cushion. Those are fun. They are very I like to fun. give those as gifts to little kids. <laughs> Just fun. Uh, Rhode Island has the world's largest sock. Oh, that's cool. Right? And Minnesota, largest collection of cow memorabilia. Huh. I looked it up. It's a lady in her home. She's got lots of cows, and she made um, um, she made the Guinness Book of World Records. Speaking of, aren't we supposed to have a special guest on sometime this week? Uh, no, it's not this week. It was. It's a deep tease. It's going to be, I think, October 6th or 7th. Whatever okay. is a Tuesday. We're going to have Mike Marcotte, former Twin Cities Live producer, current adjudicator for Guinness World Records. They've got their new book coming out for the Guinness World Records of uh, 2020. And he's going to join us on the show. I had to go like spit through the Guinness people in order to get him on the show. Really? Oh. And they, uh, he's going he's gonna to be calling us uh, on the Tuesday. I think it's October 6th. And uh, he'll give us the lowdown just on some random world records, new additions to the big book this year. It's going to be all sorts of fun. What does he do for them? What does he, he, he do? He adjudicates. Is, so I, I that means that he... has he, to witness, right? He, he, he travels around? He travels around, and then he adjudicates. So if there's someone doing a world record attempt, one that they have coordinated with Guinness World Records for, and they want an adjudicator present... Then he will go there. He's not allowed to do it in Minnesota, to my knowledge. You have to travel out of state. Mm. You can't do it within the uh, your the your home state. And he'll go for like the largest cheese wheel, and he'll go to Wisconsin. That's he'll, so he'll, fun. Yes, yes. So he works for uh, Guinness World Records. Now he works at a nonprofit as well here in the Twin Cities, but he adjudicates uh, on the side. That's, That's his neat. side hustle. Cool. We're, we're going to talk to him on October 6th, Tuesday. Okay. I th- is that a Tuesday? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Back to cows for a minute. Sure, yeah. I love cows. I know you're a fan of Lauren Elena's. She's a country singer. Love her. She got a new Nashville home. Yeah. She just did an exclusive video to her for people. Oh, that's cool. And there's just something in it that I'm just like, say what now? Listen to a little bit of her giving a tour of the home. Uh, this rug was a family cow. She meant a lot. My stepdad loved her. And when she passed away, he made a rug out of her. And then when he passed away, I inherited her because I loved this rug. I was always obsessed with it. And he told my mom he wanted me to have it. So it's one of my favorite okay. things in the whole house. Okay. So she's got a rug made from the skin of the family cow. I love it. Okay. I mean, Great. I guess it's. A way to honor him or her? Get use out of it? Yep. I'm sure the rest of her or him, him, probably went to market. Yeah. My favorite cow was my cow, Boy George was his name. Oh, tell us more about your cow that you had. Yeah, Boy George. He had a white face and all around his eyes were black and it looked like eyeliner. And so I named him Boy George. I love it. That's pretty cool. And where is he today? He, well, we ate him, and then he's dead. You know? (laughs) 
He's dead. We we dealt with that. That's fine. We knew that yeah. they were going to die. So Life on the farm. We didn't have a problem with it. Um. So or he got sold. I'm not sure if we ate him specifically. Hmm. Did you did you ever chop a chicken's head off? Um. I haven't done that. I I've was part done, of a though. chicken chopping situation in Kenya. Oh, Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. And then ate a chicken. Then they like pluck the chicken. They grill the chicken. And that chicken was so fresh, you could taste the the, the hair follicles. <laughs> no, but the little bumps like that a hair comes out of, you could taste it. Okay. Right. Let's go back to Project Down and Dirty. Yeah. Oh, oh this is going to be exciting, huh? Yeah, this year, Project Down and Dirty taxidermy. So what we'll do... <laughs> That'd be fun. Give them any that ideas. Would be fun. I think more animals should be taxidermied. More family pets. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. What a wonderful way. Put them by the mantle. Okay. This year, it is a classic radio drama. Dawn has a little clip for us of War of the Worlds. Yeah, let's hear a little bit let's of see the what original we're gonna be broadcast. Doing, yeah. This is whenever they're uh, talking with someone who's examining the spaceship. The uh, metal casing is definitely extraterrestrial. Uh, not found on this Earth. Friction with the Earth's atmosphere usually tears holes in a meteorite. This thing is smooth, and you can see it's cylindrical oh, shape. Something's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, this is terrific. This end of the thing is beginning to flake off. The top is beginning to rotate like a screw, and the thing must be hollow. Keep those idiots back. off! Ladies and gentlemen, this is the most terrifying thing I, I've ever witnessed. Wait a minute. Someone's calling someone or something. I can see turning out of that black hole two luminous discs. The eyes, it might be a face, might be almost oh, oh, heaven. Something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me. That, Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body. Now it's large. It's large as a bear. <laughs> oh, whoa. oh, my God, this is No wonder people back then thought it was real. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the late 30s, you kidding me? Pick him up. Yeah, I got, I got a tweet that said it was a link to a Snopes article, and I believe Nicole tweeted that to me, saying that it actually did not cause mass hysteria. They did digging into the 2000s about how um, it was kind of the media blew it up that people oh. were freaking oh. out. And the real truth is Damn that most media. people knew it was a joke. But uh, it just, I mean, there were false reports everywhere that were real, like real newspaper articles saying that, you know, uh, people went to the hospital for hysteria and that there were suicides. And, and it was kind okay, of well, that makes me a feel better inside though. of a hoax. Ah! It's going to be a radio show within a radio show about a hoax wow. inside a hoax. Meta! Uh, You know what, you guys? Don't forget, today is Redhead Appreciation Day, and our favorite redhead is coming in next. Talking about Colleen. Bradley's coming, too. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. As fall fills up with activities and obligations, even a small time saver can feel like a big help. Grammarly is an all-in-one writing tool that makes clear, concise communication easier than ever so you can finish your work earlier and head off to family dinners, social events, and fall weddings. Grammarly is free to download and works where you do, so every project gets finished quicker. Make sure your writing is free of mistakes with Grammarly's free 
comprehensive writing suggestions and get an instant take on how your message comes across with the free tone detector. Let Grammarly Premium's Sentence Clarity Rewrites help you find the perfect words on the first try. You'll be confident writing client emails, deadline-driven reports, and presentations without staying late at the office. Get more time back in your day by writing with Grammarly. Go to Grammarly.com podcasts to sign up for a free account. Then get 20% off when you're ready to upgrade to Grammarly Premium. That's Grammarly.com podcasts. If you love to travel, you love cool experiences, you are going to love Viator. Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace. And for me, Sun Valley skiing is huge on my bucket list. So I just opened the Viator app, searched Sun Valley, and boom! Custom ski and boot fittings and tickets delivered right to our condo. Pretty unbelievable. Just download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.